1: I wish I knew what to say today. I will, I'm afraid, be all over the place in the aftermath of the Nashville school shooting yesterday. School shootings are horrific. They are uh, trending toward routine. And so is the aftermath, sadly. Uh, I welcome you to a Tuesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. uh, And I invite you today, if it would be of help to you, Uh, To call and share your feelings, Um, anyone who's a parent, anyone who's a grandparent, uh, anyone who's volunteered at a school, coached at a school, anyone who has uh, friends who have children can feel this uh, deeply, and uh, that includes almost everyone. I have very definite thoughts on how we have gotten to this point. Uh, which I will share with you as the show continues today. And it underscores what I said at the outset of yesterday's show as this horrific event in Nashville was in the process of unfolding. If you remember, I cited at the beginning of yesterday's show a Wall Street Journal poll that talked about the precipitous decline in our country, in the importance of patriotism and faith. When we raise a generation of kids without modeling God's authority in the lives of many parents, when we raise a generation of kids to believe their victimized merely by things that they had nothing to do with and cannot change their race or their sex. We put our country on a path to the kind of evil that was walked out yesterday at Covenant School in Nashville. The reaction is extremely predictable in that it took only hours for the left to blame this on Republicans and for cries for gun control uh, to emanate uh, from the center of power in our country, the White House. And I'm just... I'm lost to know how to feel today other than I just feel powerless. I don't struggle for words very often, as those of you uh, who listen to this show and have listened to me over the years on other shows know. Um, this hits home for me because I have three girls. Two of them go to a private school. I saw little girls and little boys. In school uniforms yesterday, getting off buses, holding hands. I see scenes like that every morning when I drop my kids off. I smile at the overwhelming cuteness and innocence of the little kids who grab a bus uh, at the high school where I drop my daughters off uh, as they little ones then take a bus to uh, a different location. And little kids like that yesterday, three of them were murdered by a person for whom evil had taken over their life. Thankfully, we had heroic Nashville police officers who rushed toward the danger and killed the shooter within minutes of arriving on the scene. It was a chaotic scene. I have viewed the police officer's body cam video. There are sirens blaring. There are alarms blaring. They were met as they arrived by a woman from the school who apprised them of the situation. And they proceeded according to their training. They cleared several rooms. They heard gunshots from the upper level. They ran to the upper level. At that point, the video is uh, unclear to me whether I'm hearing officers fire or the shooter fire, but it appeared there were five or six more gunshots before officers got to the point where those shots were originating from and took the shooter down. as a 28-year-old woman, the left and the media, which is, of course, one and the same, have and will continue to obsess over how to identify the murderer. It is not a hard question to answer. This is a woman who... Um, is under the mental delusion that they were a man in advance of what has been billed as um, what, trans day of vengeance or something like this. Uh, I'm going to try to be measured today, uh, but I got to tell you, it is infuriating to see Trans Day of Vengeance, Stop Trans Genocide, March 31st, April 1st, and know with 100% certainty that no major media outlet will make 1% of the connection between this and what happened in Nashville, that they have delighted in linking between The riot at the Capitol on January 6th and what Donald Trump said in a speech that morning about going to the Capitol and peacefully protesting. We are doomed as a nation until, unless and until, we reorient the people who provide the historical record of news events, meaning the media, television, broadcast, and written word. We are doomed as a nation until journalism recaptures its commitment to objectivity. Do I think that is going to happen in our country? No, I don't. I don't. So I know I'm all over the place, and I'm sorry for the long pauses. This is um, not the first time I've had to do a show like this after something like this. I was on the air the day of the uh, school shooting in Sandy Hook. I was on the air the day of the school shooting um, on the east side of Cleveland. It's... um, it's just so it's so disgusting and vile and um yesterday afternoon after i left here i went to um, where i spend my monday afternoons i work in a in a flooring store and late in the afternoon a young couple came in uh to look at flooring and they brought with them their two adorable little girls And I was seeing my own daughters at that age in their smiling, carefree faces. And I asked them how old they were, and they were eight and nine. And that's the ages of the kids uh, at Covenant School yesterday when three of them lost their lives. So um, our number is 844 talk 989 844-TALK-989. If you would like to um, offer your thoughts, we'll give you the outlet. Uh, Here is Nashville Police Chief John Drake talking about the officers who uh, heroically acted to keep this from becoming worse than it already was. We had officers coming out, uh, hands bleeding. Emotional. I hugged one of the officers who almost collapsed uh, in my hands. Uh, I saw little kids uh, coming out, and that was really tough for me because they looked like it was a little bit above knee high. Uh, they were waving, uh, and, and my heart just dropped. It's like, why? Why? Yeah, why indeed? Uh, Governor Mike DeWine has um, an initiative he would like to push to make Ohio schools safer. We'll tell you about that and who's pushing back against it and the ridiculous reason why next. Uh, this is a little housekeeping item. Pam, could you... What There's like a thing on the screen here where I can't see the clock. Like, if you could take that down, that'd be great. and I can see the clock. Thank you very much. Uh, Mike DeWine, governor of the state of Ohio, um, yesterday reiterated that he would like to spend almost $400 million over the next two years to put a school resource officer that's a police officer. See, we are so opposed to actual solutions to this, and putting police officers in schools is the only possible action that can have any appreciable impact on school shootings. Don't bring me your nonsense gun laws. There is not one that would have prevented this one. Don't bring me any of your virtue signaling. Don't bring me your transgender people. If they were just affirmed more, this wouldn't have happened. This shooter yesterday, according to Nashville police, had two schools targeted chose the one where there was not a police officer, okay? I have talked to many police officers. They have done many studies, school shootings, church shootings, whatever. The presence of a police cruiser in the parking lot is a deterrent that forces bad people to just move on. Mike DeWine would like to put a police officer... In schools. But you can't say police officer. You have to say school resource officer. And it is being opposed. Of course it is being opposed. By the. Idiots. Who. Believe that. A police officer in every school. Would exacerbate what they call the school to prison pipeline. Follow the. Idiotic logic on this. The school to prison pipeline is a term that leftists use to say that if there's a police officer in the school and your child is misbehaving, doing something they're told not to do, and the teacher can't get the kid to stop, the school police officer will intervene and there will be, of course, a disproportionate impact on black and Latino students. And that that will then force them, because they've had an unpleasant interaction with a police officer when they were young in school, that will force them or lure them into being a career criminal because they will resent the punishment that they received for doing something wrong. Now, it has been proven in New York City and others, when you clean up a city, you do it how? By what they call broken windows policing, which is not Doing what they're doing now in America's major cities where crime proliferates, murders skyrocket, drug abuse is off the chart. Where you can walk into a CVS or Walgreens and steal $999.99 worth of merchandise, thus making it allowable under local stupid ordinances. I mean, I just, ah, uh, this makes me so angry that we refuse to exercise an ounce of common sense on these things. (sighs) Okay, so we can't have police officers in inner city schools because it forces or lures black kids and Latino kids and other minority kids to become career criminals. Who is opposing police officers in schools? Of course, the ACLU of Ohio and the Children's Defense Fund both of whom are concerned that adding a police officer to each building will cause minor student behavioral problems, disrespecting a teacher, using a cell phone when not allowed, it would bring a heavy-handed law enforcement response, which could cause those kids to be suspended or expelled or arrested or referred for prosecution, to which I say, yes. It is not the presence of the police officer that causes the student to be arrested. It is the disobedience of the student that causes the student to be arrested. See, we blame the officer for punishing the behavior that is expressly prohibited and to which the child will have had ample opportunity to cease doing. But of course, we now are in an era of parenting where nothing is your child's fault. If you're a rotten parent, If you're a good parent, you say, thank you for punishing my kid. I concur and I approve. And they're going to be, and this was the case when I was growing up, and you can say, oh, here we go, back into the old days. Yes. I remember distinctly one time in high school. I was a good kid. I didn't do anything wrong. One day, my buddies induced me to skip school with them in the afternoon. We left school at noon. We went to some kind of ag thing somewhere. I grew up in a rural area. They were offering a free lunch to farmers. We ate the free lunch. We're going back. These guys get out of the car, do something stupid. I stayed in the car. I was afraid we'd get in trouble. Sure enough, county sheriff shows up. We get back in the car. He escorts us back to school. That was with like six guys. Five of them were terrified what the principal was going to do to them. One of them, me, was terrified what my father would do to me. You can say, wow, you feared your father? You bet I did. When I was out of line, I feared my father. Because I knew his punishment would be worse than whatever came from school. And I feared disappointing him. The worst thing I could ever hear from him was, you let me down. I never wanted to let my kids down, let my parents down. Do kids nowadays think like that? In good homes, they do. In rotten parenthood homes, they don't. Oh, that sounds harsh. It is harsh. It also works. Tanisha Pruitt, moron of Policy Matters Ohio, tells Cleveland.com, school is a place where childhood happens. For many students in Ohio, school is a safe place to learn, develop, and grow. Yes, ideally so. And to do that, Tanisha, it takes the maintenance of discipline. It does not require unfettered unbridled freedom to do whatever the H-E double toothpicks you feel like doing. The American Counseling Association, ooh, sit up straight, here comes the wisdom of the world, recommends one counselor for every 250 students, but in Ohio the average is one counselor for every 403 students, says Allison Paxson of the Children's Defense Fund. She says many active shooters are found to have had mental health issues. You think? You think looking at a nine-year-old child and blowing them away indicates mental health issues? She says counseling should address those problems before a student considers violence. Oh, really? Really? Counseling? If they have mental health issues, huh? But if they're a boy and they think they're a girl, you don't dare counsel them and tell them they're wrong. You tell them That your grade, I affirm it. And by the way, we're not gonna tell your parents because they're not allowed to know.